from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Bill George. It's here. It's everywhere. Oh, hi. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for getting up early this morning. Got to say a special good morning to uh, our uh, newest listener, Jeremy, out there in uh, Plant City. Newest listener? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he I told me he was going to definitely be listening this morning and, uh, you know, check out the show. Cool. So I said, uh, don't bother. Well, it is one of the few actual live broadcasts. <laughs> I, I have listened to so many repeat shows. It's like, no, the water temp is not 60 degrees in the Tampa Bay. No, we don't have a hurricane still off the Gulf of Mexico. It's, uh, yeah, I like those. It's funny uh, because it's true. Yeah, well, you know, it's the, I hate to say it, but that's the... Uh, the nature of radio these days with the you know the buildings being shut down and all that kind of stuff it's it's kind of hard for a lot of folks to get in there but it's not it like doesn't that. matter they were all doing it remote for a while and they yeah. were on that remote gig and i don't know oh i don't know but and then just, they went to let me just play something else for our you're listeners. just jumping on the greyhound first thing in the morning aren't well, you it, he just, he's all fired up man you know, came in here all this morning shirt undone looking like he was ready for a bar fight i know man it's he's I, ready to go i have a bit of a ride and what do you do when you're on the road in the morning sing you listen, to yourself listen oh. to the radio oh. yeah is that what it is and it, you go to listen to some other good shows which are usually good shows and you don't turn on your windshield wipers and go windshield wipers coming out of tempo not not oh, okay. not when it's not raining oh okay. do only last so long well, you know, I figured if uh, people don't turn their headlights on when it's raining, why not turn your headlights off and uh, turn your windshield wipers on when it's not? Just do the opposite. Just grease it up. Yeah, that's all you got to do. No, but we are live here in the studio this morning on this beautiful Saturday morning. Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, back in the house. Yo. And uh, Bill George is over there, and Diego uh, looking pretty spotty this morning with his sliders and red shorts and blue shirts and everything else. He's all all good. He's going to slip out. <laughs> got to slide it on, man. You know, got to come to work looking your best. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't Look stay. At me. He like, doesn't stay here all day long. No, are you not staying here anymore all day long? <clears throat> you they used to have you locked in the room there till like noonish or 2 or something. Well, usually they want me to stay at till 12, and but I mean, I missed the 3 weeks. So they brought somebody else in. <gasps> Man, all for the COVID nineteen that you didn't have. That's radio, I guess. Man, that can't take right. a, take, can't take a day off. No, that, hey, you learned that a long time ago. Especially if you're morning show. Hey, uh, you're bleeding pretty bad, and you might want to go see a doctor. No, I'm okay. I'll just be here tomorrow. Tough it out. <laughs> Got some band aids and some duct tape. Hey, I heard uh, you know your grandma died. Yeah, it's sad. I'll be missing her funeral because I ain't leaving this chair. <laughs> the second you leave, boom. Hey, we got this new guy here. Let's welcome in John Petersley. He's all great. He's perfect. He's awesome. Well, anyway, we're glad to have you in here with us on a Saturday morning. 
regardless if they have to keep you chained until noon. So nice. it's all good. Uh, today, <clears throat> a lot of events going on. If you didn't pay attention, uh, Toby let me know he's going to maybe call in a little bit later. Our buddy Toby Benoit, they've got the um, uh, Trump boat parade, another one scheduled that's going to be happening up there. I think on the Alafia. Is it up there on there? Up it's, on it's, the Alafia. Yeah, I think so. It's on the river. So he's going to give us a call on that one. You better, you better get some clarity on that. What? Up on the Alifi? Yeah. You go up on the Alifi, don't you? Can't you go up or down? But I think they're going up. We better listen to Now, if you're on the Okawaha, if you're on the Okawaha, <laughs> it flows north, so you can put in down south and then go north. Then you go up. We'll get it straight from Toby. You know. <laughs> you just got to make every fun, fun event just something horrible, don't you? You know, no. hey, look, it's cake. We got free cake. Listen, is there chocolate on the man that? That told people to go out in the the dang golf and start shooting buoys. I, I, <laughs> hey, if you bring your own buoys, shoot at them all day. You can do that. You know, I'd say stop in, get one of Bill George's little uh, white uh, foamy just not foamy crab trap buoys. Yeah, just not crab trap. Bring your own. It's BYOB. Bring your own buoy. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. It's kind of like the Larry the Cable Guy. We're fishing for catfish with shrimp. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I was just received a text. I'm sorry. It's on the Swanee Boat Parade. Yeah. It's up the way upon the Swanee River. Mm-hmm. Now that, that Are we makes allowed more to sing sense. that song anymore? I can't remember since it's not our official state song anymore. I can't remember. They took it away. You're allowed to sing it whatever you want. It says uh, each boat for the Swanee Fireworks uh, will gather sandbar marker 29. Sandbar is at the mouth of the Swanee right before the Gulf at 11 a.m. September 5th. And we will ride up to the uh, Swanee Bell Landing. And you are free to do as you please. The Salt Creek Restaurant, Swanee, excellent food, blah, blah, blah. So it's going to be another one up there. Been there so, before. so we'll see what's up there. Only time I ever went down the went up the Swanee or was around the Swanee is every Memorial weekend. It wasn't Labor Day weekend. It was Memorial weekend. Go up there and everybody bring their fast boats and everybody would park at the KOA and then uh, drag race, basically up and down the Swanee we, River. We have been to that restaurant once or twice. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've never stopped and eaten anywhere around there. There's there a few, used to be a Stuckey's there a million years there's ago. There's a few good seafood places right there on the river. Are there? Yes. I didn't notice them going by at 119 miles an hour. Yeah. You don't get to see too much. <laughs> Except <laughs> the tears streaming out the sides of your eye. And you're going, I think we're still going straight. I don't know. Then you start chime walking, and you're like, you might want to let off on that hot foot there, layer brother. Layer off, layer off, let, back her down. Let her off. I think we got him. We're good. We don't need to show off to everybody out here. Uh, but anyway, so that's happening today. If you want to make the drive, I'd suggest you go right five now. hours ago. So you might make it there on time. Right it's now. not today. Uh, no. September 5th. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Why would I, what would October. I be talking I said today, October. Okay. I'm thinking about Thanksgiving in October. <laughs> I'm not thinking about everything else. It'll, you know. October, man, I start thinking of the next month. That's rifle hunting season. That's, you know, November. That's when it all begins. October? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trick or treat, the old neighborhood. Hey, you kids, go have fun. <laughs> November, totally different story. 
Are you going to be uh, going up there in November up to your place up in Bluntstown? You got some stuff going up there in the winter? I am or fixing no? to be doing a lot of stuff up there between, well, obviously last week when I was up there, we got to uh, secure our grant things that uh, they finally got some of the state people out of the way. Mm-hmm and got some other people involved and it yeah so now you it's can taking taking about two and a half years to get it finally that's crazy isn't it that's amazing so there's still blue tarps on houses up there man to, to see to see people well and the what they're doing uh the usda was a part of it the people who are part of it now it's really nice because we're getting you're actually getting paid for all the trees. Why are you? Why is the USDA involved in in that? I, it's it's the government. It's but, but why is the USDA? Uh, you know the the blue stamp on your big fat uh, brisket. What do they got to do with anything on it? They're part of it all. I think it would be like the U.S. Forestry Service, or you know maybe the Environmental Protection people, or something well, like that. In case the tree you... fell on the cow. Oh, yeah. is that what? It was? You know, but you yeah. don't have any cows on the property. No. So. Uh, <laughs> You got a chicken? I don't know. A few chicken hawks. You got any rabbits? Like domesticated rabbits? Yeah, the rabbits have come back pretty pretty stout. Domesticated, sir. Something the USDA would actually be involved in. Uh, you never know. <laughs> so all the cows, chickens, and rabbits blew away, know. and they've been replaced now with deer, hogs, and wild rabbits. Never know. That's a good thing. All right, we're going to take feral. a break. Feral. 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 It's just a bunny rabbit. There's the beast right there. Some of you will get that. Some of you won't. All right. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stick around, and we're going to stay right here and wait for you to get back, okay? All right. Stay right there. Hey, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors, Brandon Jonathan, Bill, and Diego in the studio. Uh, I know you heard the commercial during the break, but Brandon Ford, of course, this is one of the weekends where if you weren't one of those people in the long line of sadness and depression heading out of I-4 around 7 o'clock last night, heading uh, eastbound or westbound, you know, it's so funny, people on the... Tampa side, West Shore, West side, West Coast of Florida. They're trying to get over to wherever they're getting going that way, and everybody's like trying to go fill their void over here on the beach for the weekend. It's like yeah. it's like an exchange of prisoners at the border there, checkpoint Charlie. It's like you guys go that way, and then uh, towards Disney, and we're going to go that way towards the beaches. Don't look at each other. But uh, if you get an opportunity, or you're in the mood for a brand new uh, cra- uh, truck or a uh, car or anything like that. Brandon Ford has their 96-hour Labor Day weekend uh, event going on this whole entire weekend. It's probably one of the best times to get over there and get yourself a big old truck or car. That's I was one of the reasons why I didn't see any posts from Brooksy this morning, like out catching bait or getting his boat ready or anything like that, because he's obviously there. Oh, he's catching bait. He's out there 
He's out there uh, working deals, man. He's not working a rod or uh, some bait today. He's out at Brandon Ford working some great deals out there for you. Uh, you can save like $15,000 off of the uh, new Expeditions. You can save ten grand off of the Mustangs. You can uh, go out there and get yourself a, a nice crew cab uh, F-150 for around thirty-one k. I mean, uh, they really got some some great deals going on out there, man. 96-hour Labor Day weekend, it's uh, a place to go and go to. And their used stuff is really good, too. Yeah, because you know what? They don't keep crud around. No. They really they really don't. It's kind of like I went out there shopping for a little used car out there, and I'm like, don't you have anything like really kind of like on its last legs that'll like, <laughs> give me like three years' worth of good use out of it? No. No, we don't. I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. Braden's like the scene in The Quick and the Dead. What's the cheapest gun you got in here? Yeah, what's the one that just kind of goes bang and works? Maybe it'll scare him a little bit. What's one of those? Oh, you know what? Speaking of guns, and Bill George brought it up, uh, ammo is starting to arrive. So uh, maybe the, the panic buying has slowed down enough to where uh, manufacturers and distributors have uh, kind of caught up a little bit. So I will say that. Uh, no, I think they just came up for a breath. Is that what it is? Or they went and they're like, we're going to have to break into the secret room in the back. These people are going to have to get something. So, uh, no, we actually uh, are seeing more ammunition arriving in the stores. Uh, hunting season stuff is coming in and things like that we're starting to see a lot more of. Uh, nine millimeters becoming a little more available. <clears throat> but the 380 is still a little uh, shy in some places. 357, 38 special, starting to arrive. So, and it's not made in Serbia or Russia or Poland or uh, well, Brazil. So, I mean, we're getting good American-made products back in the shelves. What about, that's a good thing. What about the amount of guns on the rack? Is that uh, they're starting to improve as well? Uh, certain guns are. Certain's are still hard to get. Um, Glocks pretty seem to be in pretty good supply now. They're starting to come back in a little bit, except for the 43X. But uh, for the most part, they're uh, starting to trickle back in. What is starting it? Starting to catch back up. What is it with the forty-three X? Uh, people like it because it's got a little bit longer grip. It holds two extra rounds in the forty-three, and so you know that's a little feels like a real firearm instead of like one where you like two fingers are hanging off the bottom of it or three fingers or one that finger. You have to get the mag extension for exactly. And if you're going to get the mag extension, then you might as well just get the XL. So you might as well just get the forty-three X. So go for it. Okay. It's like, the, it's like a Glock 26. Uh, you know, people always pick up a Glock 26 and they're like, dude, I'm literally holding this gun with like uh, three fingers and a thumb or th- two fingers and a thumb. And I go, well, it's not a target pistol. You know, it's made to pull out and do what you got to do and go about your merry way. It's, you know, not one of these. It is, uh, not, it is not made to sit on the range all day and No, it's not an Ipsic target gun. It's not, you know, optics friendly or anything like that. It's made what it's made for what it is. And there's so many different options that are better than that now out there available. I seriously, I don't know how long they're going to be around. Uh, you know, Glock's a smart company. And they're like, well, you know, nobody's buying these things anymore. So maybe we just ought to, you know, cease production on them for a little while. I mean, Ruger does it all the time. <laughs> I can never, you know, I love it when I go there like, ah, oh, yeah, don't worry, Chuck, I'll sell you my uh, Vaquero Beasley 44 mag. It's okay, I'll get another one later. <clears throat> go look, talk to the guy at the Ella Brothers show. Hey, when are you guys going to bring that? We're, we're, I don't see the 44 mag Beasley in here anymore. Yeah, we're not going to make that anymore. Say what? 
Well, you know, maybe in about 10 years or so, if there's a demand for it, we'll bring it back. How about six like, months you ago, you tell mind? me that, so since I've been wanting one my whole <clears throat> flipping life. Well, if I'd have known that, I would have never got rid of it. But, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. So, uh, you know, go get yourself a 26 and it may be a collector's item one day. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you know what I did order for you? I got for you? I got fax. 50 BMG? I got fax coming in. Do you still want one? Oh, yeah. The Benchmade fax? Do you want that? So you think I forget. See, that's how it surprised my wife. I can turn around and tell you one weekend I'm not going to be there the next weekend, but you remember two years that I want a particular Well, that's important. That's important. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. So it's like I said, that's like I did my when I when I proposed to my wife. We were in a place over at International. We were looking. She fell in love with this ring and blah 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 blah. And when I got to two, almost three years later, when I decided to uh, pop the question, I walked in there and said, "Do you have this ring? It was particular to this. Better than Do you still have it?" And she said, "Wow, man, I'll have to look through the catalog." And so they went back. She goes, "Yeah, we have two. I go, "You got a seven? She's like, "Yeah, I got a seven. I go, "Take it." And when I gave it to her, she was like, I cannot believe you remember what this ring looked like. Right here. Well, it was important. If it was important, yeah. You being not, not being here for a weekend, pfft, whatever. <laughs> remember <move> that. <laughs> <laughs> the end uh, yeah, of November, yeah, yeah. December. Well, I think that's going to be just about for everybody. It'll be like me and Diego sitting here, and he'll be going, man, can you hurry up? Can we, like, knock an hour off the show? Because I told Bill George I'd meet him out there at, like, 9 o'clock. <laughs> that's what I'm going to get in November. That's what it'll be like, dude. Where are you going? Actually, uh, it'll, it'll be it'll be after Thanksgiving that I'm I'm take my usual trip and maybe a little some. So wait, up to Pennsylvania? Yeah. I had a lady who brought me some cookies in yesterday from Pennsylvania. I've never had them before in my entire life, and she said it's like popular up there. And I said I got to ask Bill George about this. What is it? They were like a shortbread cookie, and, but they were in the middle. They take two pieces, put them together, but in the middle they put a raisin. Filling in the middle, it's like a, like a like a, a raisin fig Newton. Have not heard of it. Really? Have not heard of it. You're that far away from your Amish roots, man. Seriously, you really should stay close to the yeah. earth. Mm. Well, my roots aren't quite in the Amish dirt, but <laughs> we're in the same neighborhood. <clears throat> if you remember, his last name is George, so he was the ruling English class yes. over the uh, over the others over there. I'm sure. Had buckles on their shoes, little things on their hats, that kind of guy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I actually booked my first hunt yesterday, but it's during the week, so we're good. What do you mean? What's it for? Is it for hogs, deer, turkeys, uh, doves? Deer hunt. Deer had hunt? A, had a deer hunt. Got a deer hunt booked yesterday with some folks that uh, before all of my little stuff happened, they were supposed to come on a hog hunt and actually met them at the shop. Um, booked them on a hog hunt. And of course, everything happened and... The, they were very uh, polite and very understanding about the situation. And well, that was nice of them. So, and when I called and talked to them again about it, the gentleman, I was like, well, it looks like the, in middle of December, first of January is when I'm going to start running hunts again. He's like, uh, so what you're saying is, is we might possibly be able to do a deer hunt and a hog hunt. Like, At the same time, sure, why not? I'm like, yes, sir, you can. Why not? Oh, you know what? Not to uh, rub any salt in any kind of wound that you may have, but the picture you sent of of the deer in the field or the supposed, quote, buck that was out in the field was not very good. wasn't a good picture. Head was down. I couldn't even tell if it was a buck or not. Sorry. So I just have to take your word for it. 
Sorry. Is it a spike? Four yes. point? Give us a description. I don't know because uh, it's such a horrible like a picture. Look like a spike. Oh. Should but we it shoot was, it, Bill George? Should you shoot it was the spike? One, it, it was, was one of those. Inches. It was one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one, one of those situations last weekend when we got up there, me and Dad, the uh, fan and the AC went out. So oh, go joy, joy, joy. Let's just say that uh, cousins, thank you because they uh, they have met with the AC people. We've got that problem fixed. But it allowed Jonathan to do another thing he's been wanting to do with the house, which is go to the local tractor supply and pick up a couple of the freestanding run-out-the-window AC units. And window we, shakers? We, we, we survived. So Those window shakers, man, 4,000 BTUs, they'll turn a, a bedroom into a freezer in no time, man. That little Honda generator turned that deer stand right nice. <laughs> They're they're very very handy during a hurricane. It'd be like you're hunting in uh, in the middle of January up in Wisconsin. You get it down to around uh, thirty degrees, you'll be great. Well, the fun <laughs> the fun part about those, like I said, they're very handy during a hurricane. Is, sure. is not only do they cool the room down, it's not very hard to figure out where everybody's going to be at when you know. Said in the air conditioned in the yeah. air conditioned room. Yeah. Yeah, that's where, where I think everybody. Is. I tell you, I've had so many people uh, this past week. Power ACs going out, things like that. And with that temperature this past week, ugh, sleeping on a tile floor under a ceiling fan nude just to try to stay cool. I know it's a horrible picture, but it's a horrible situation. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Braden Ford. Don't forget, they got their 96-hour sale going on this weekend, Labor Day. Lots of great savings out there. 15000 off uh, particular vehicles off MSRP. You can go out there and get an awesome deal on a car, truck, or used vehicle if that's what you desire. We're going to take a fast break, you guys. Stay right there. We'll be back. This is Bill George's theme song, isn't it? You can't drive 55. Is that uh, that's your uh, that's your theme song for the uh, for your life? Hi. Well, you don't get anywhere sitting still. Well, I know this wasn't anybody's theme song last night on I four. I can tell you that much. It. You, you <laughs> what happened? That, you talked about that on I four. I came home early yesterday. It was a little after three o'clock. It was a parking lot on I four at three o'clock. It was. Uh, we had uh, I had people that came and told me there. You could tell on ninety two cars are all backed up, and when it's like that, you know there's something it, on I four. It was going backed on, up. So. I got on at the Polk Parkway coming in towards Tampa. It was all the way backed up to County Line Road. So I turned around. I jumped off. Went north. Went to go on Knights Griffin Road, and I was probably in a mile of traffic waiting just to make the right-hand turn oh, on Knights Griffin nice. Road. It's those invisible wrecks at all the overpasses. It, Macintosh, like, where you're at, you're. I mean, there's, there's the invisible wreck. Yeah, I guess because it's a hump and people can't, can't uh, see what's on the other side. They're like, I'm scared. There's a hill. There may be something on the other side uh, that I can't see. I have learned uh, since the urban sprawl has uh, hit our area. 
Anytime between the hours of 4 and 7, when I go out of my driveway, I just make the right-hand turn and head down to Canoda <laughs> Sasser Road. And go farther away from where he And go away from I-4. But the problem is, is everybody else has found out about Finota Sasser Road. So then when I get back there between the hours of 4 and 7. And that's a two-lane. Yeah. 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 So that's what makes it even tougher. But, but I will I will say the new tires on the truck have you don't made it. Act, do you? Have, oh, my gosh. It's, it, it's like you got a Cadillac. No. The other day I was <laughs> I was listening to Psycho Billy Cat. I was clipping along, didn't even think nothing about. Looked down, I was going ninety, and it was like it didn't even feel like I was hardly moving. Yeah, because you're so used to the imbalance. Wow. This the is what happens when they're balanced and rotated. Yeah, they're balanced. They're nice, and you know your alignment is done correctly. Uh, you know. You know, you can you can actually take your hands off the wheel and not make a direct right turn at seventy five miles an hour because it's so out of tow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That makes a big difference, sure. So, and they're not humming mm-hmm. and making all kinds of noise here. Like, they, I must go faster because the 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 pitch of the hum is just not quite up to seventy yet. Well, you know that was the excuse with mud tires. You oh to, yeah, you got to run. You got always got to run at a certain speed because if you don't run at that speed, you just don't. It doesn't perform the right way. That's right, and they'll wobble and they'll do everything That's, else. I mean, and they won't put your kids to sleep if you get it around seventy miles an hour and they get that certain pitch, man. It's just like. <laughs> It's like uh, knocks them right out. It's it's awesome. Of course, I was on the speedway when I was going ninety miles an hour. Oh, really? Well, that's good. <laughs> good for you. That's yeah, we don't need to disclose locations on that. Uh, well, anyway, coming up, uh, we have a lot of stuff happening next at the end of this month. We uh, talked about it a little bit last weekend. <clears throat> Dove season is going to be starting up this month, as well as the early duck season. Uh, if you would like more information on that or links to it. Uh, you can always go to myfwc.com and machete your way through 9,763.5 pages to try to find the page you're actually looking for because that's just the way it's set up. But I will give them props that they actually added the uh, freshwater rules and regs to their fish app. If you go to our uh, Facebook page, you'll see that I added a little link to it or a way that you can go and download the app if you've not done that. Uh, and then that way... The fish rules here for the state of Florida will help you out because, as we all know, it's not the easiest thing to navigate sometimes when you're out there in the water and you're like, some people, there's a lot of people that go, what in the world is this I just caught? That's question number one. And then two is, can I keep it? And then number three is, can we eat it? How many of these can I keep if I can? So... Uh, those are all things that could be answered on the uh, new FWC's website, so uh, the app anyway that you can download and uh, have in your phone for immediate scrolling through uh, so that you don't get into a little bit of trouble. You know what I'm saying? Where, you know, the guy comes and goes, well, it looked like the one in the picture, and uh, I said I could keep 29 of them. Yes, sir, but you have 62. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> 62 is a good number. The other ones they, I found. You sit there and say, well, they should have put a little counter on there so I could click yes. a button every time I catch one. If you tag them. keep track of it. If you tag them all, I'd know what number I caught. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it doesn't work that way. <clears throat> but anyway, so they and got that one. It just punched that out this past week, which is a good thing. And well, were you going to tell them about the saltwater licenses? Uh, today is a freshwater fish. I mean, a saltwater fishing day. It's a free day. Yep. 
You don't need All one weekend. today. Yeah, you don't need one for Labor Day weekend. Does that include Monday? I guess it does. Well, That's the weekend. Question. If it's a free fishing day, do you need a shark fishing license? Oh, boy. It depends. If you I have Bill d- George with you, you apparently not. you still have to have the shark shore fishing license because it only exempts you from the saltwater fishing license. Is that a bait and switch? No, I understand what he's saying. It's a separate entity, <laughs> so it's one thing that you need the I'm saltwater sorry, license. I'm sorry, You need the saltwater license, and you need the shore? permit to shore uh, fish for sharks off a beach. Off a beach. <clears throat> off of a beach. Defined well, by an area mostly sand with it or enough sand to support sunbathing. That's right. So, like I said, if it was all rocky, if it's on Honeymoon Island, and you can't lay down and put a blanket nowhere, no how, no way. Mm, he's probably got, you probably got a good case if you ever have to go to court. But, so Yeah, I do believe you <laughs> would still need a shore shark fishing license. You know, it's kind of like the migratory bird stamp that you, uh, you know, it's free. And so is the shore fishing uh, shark dealio permit, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's free, so you don't have to pay for it. But the dove season one, too, is one that you also have to have as well. And people, a lot of people don't know that. They think, I got a Florida hunting license. I'm going to go out and shoot doves. And I'm like, no, you need a little stamp now. Or at least a little mark on your license. What does it say? What well, that was the lifetime license. You Did you got to get duck stamp and all that on yours? Yeah. You still have to turn around and duck get stamp the federal is different. duck stamp and the Florida migratory bird. Yeah. yeah see, uh, even on my, on my hard license migratory now, bird permit. Now, if there. they can turn around and have this app and its fishing regulations could turn around and change based upon where you are, you would think it would be super easy to include uh, any of the bird sanctuaries or places where you couldn't duck hunt so that it would be able to update if you were near one of those. Trust me, that would be a wondrous and fabulous thing. But I think, this is just my personal opinion, after what we saw last year, you know, when we uh, disclosed a few locations yeah. that were legal to hunt and then guys took advantage of it. When and certain people made certain comments about certain duck hunts about in certain areas. Where and you can go, where it was legal to go, and then they ended up on News Channel 8. Nuh-uh. The FWC and the Sheriff's Department, everything was like a big hoop brouhaha because we announced a few places where you could go legally. Legally hunt. I think that. And the, still can legally hunt. Uh, exactly. And I hope it spreads like wildfire. I hope every one of those guys that was on TV that was listening and Pull! Disco- discovered well, our place invites 50 I do, other I guys. I do know that I've heard that there is an effort to try to clarify that within some agencies. But certain agencies are maybe a little reluctant to uh, to actually do that for one reason or another. You would think you would think having an agency just absolutely say, "Here's your off limits areas," and declare the off limits, and anything that's not declared off limits game is on. most likely game on. Yeah, because now you're not promoting the areas where you can; they're just saying where you can. can. It's kind of like a a way to get kind of not beat up by the animal rights people. Yeah, and, stuff. and so hey, we just told them where they couldn't go. Well, okay. And, <laughs> and the thing is, FWCs knows where the rules are, applies, and where they don't. But you don't always deal with that. You may be dealing with a Pinellas County Sheriff's officer or a Temple Terrace police officer. You know, somebody 
you don't know familiar. who you're going to be dealing with, and those people do not know what's legal no and what's not. And yeah. if you would be able to have that out, you're out here discharging a shotgun what or a sanctioned map by the one of the law enforcement agencies. You would think if you had that, you would at least be able to say, "Listen, here it is. I will give you your copy. I'm brought a copy for you, agency. You go." Let me duck hunt. I'm not going anywhere. You go research it. Come on back if you feel I'm in violation, you know. Or you could do it the Braden way. You stay in your boat <clears throat> two or 300 yards offshore and you go, I'm not coming in until you get an FWC officer over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you need to come in, sir. You need to, uh, We need to talk. Not without an FWC officer. I'm going to stay right out here where I am, safe and sound. All right, thank you. You might want to duck. There's a wad of ducks coming over your head right now. <laughs> and they continue to shoot. Hang on. I got a coming. All right. What were you saying? Yeah. Oh. Come in here, sir. No, no, I'm not going to do that. As he stands up from behind his car. I'm not going to do that with the, uh, unless there's an FWC officer. Uh, dude, I'm telling you, these days, I mean, if you get confronted by animal rights people, somebody on a dock, a fishing on a pier, or harassed on a beach, or whatever it is, uh, and then they call the cops on you. That'd be the first thing I, uh, anymore. I mean, I hate to sound like that guy, but to protect yourself, you're like, look, I know what the rules are what? out here. You need to have somebody else, uh, law no, enforcement, no. that knows what is the it? rules. What are. is it? I say, you turn around, you comply, you sort it out later. And you know, if we, if more people would turn around and and make sure they. You know, aren't getting into that confrontational thing. It, things escalate. Both sides get temperous. You know, it's all I can do sometimes to not chew a few officers out over the years. Yeah. And I know I'm right, but I'm not going to be right at the boat ramp, and I'm not going to be right on the water. I'm going to be right afterwards. Yeah. So you don't punch him in the throat anymore? Good for no, you, Bill George. No, I've stopped that. You did? A week ago. <laughs> Hey, that music means we have to take a break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by our good friends over at Brandon Ford, 96-hour, 98-hour, 189-hour, whatever you want to call it over there going on Labor Day weekend sale. Big sale. If you want to get in on the conversation, you know you're always welcome to. 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. We'll be back. Choice. Feel a little nostalgic this morning, there, buddy. This is one of those. We're rubbing off on him. This Listen. is one of those. This is one of those songs that make you drive fast when you're doing it, because you're like you're Bill George. You don't pay attention. Next thing you know, you're going 90 miles an hour. And feeling like you can still let it unwind. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be pushing that truck of yours that much more than that, man. Hey, the only thing, hey. The only thing falling off that truck is paint. 
Uh, I don't know. No, I did disagree with that. I would think. Uh, Listen, Mud and Bondo. Leaving here. Okay. Leave, <laughs> Bondo leave, don't rust. Leaving here, you can turn around and we'll 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 see who makes it across the bridge. First. Oh Lord, what here are you talking go. about? We'll go across the bridge. Oh, you want to run the bridge? Pick one. Which bridge? <laughs> Dude, I'll meet you at 118th, man. We'll settle this right now. See what it, you got. It's funny, but I, the the day I Old went days down on Gandy down south, the opening day of alligator season, August 15th, I went down to that that baby shower, and on my way back, coming through absolute backwoods, you know, area south of uh, Mulberry, north of. Yes, you know Arcadia area. There's a section that just has a long straight road in the middle of nowhere, and let me tell you, there was about eight souped-up little cars, and it's like, oh, there's one long straightaway here. There, there's no nothing but one thing they're getting ready to do. Yeah, but that's a bad thing because those county sheriffs out in those neck of the woods, they're not known to play too much. Yeah, yeah. but this is the thing: you had about three miles. Where there was no way for anybody to come on or off the road. I mean, there's not an intersection. There's not a driveway. There was, like, nothing. So they could put one person down one end, one person down the other end, and... Let's go. They, they'd they know if anybody else was going to be on that section of the road. Well, that's... And that's <laughs> a lot different than these bridges and everything else where you're interacting now, with what a is whole the, lot more people. What is the bridge right here? And I'm sorry, and I Gandhi. just had a brain fart where the fwc office is gandy gandy yeah. okay i remember several times being out there bow fishing and it midnight one o'clock oh through, yeah and 30 40 <laughs> motorcycles <laughs> no the fast and the Little. furious movie scene breaks out because it's like you literally would have a group of cars do exactly what you're saying and line up either one side or the other and here they go. Well, you'd meet down at the boat ramp. Not that I know anything about it. You'd yeah, well, you know. meet at the boat ramp, and then uh, somebody stages about, uh, it depends on if it's an eighth of a mile or a quarter mile down the bridge, and there's a line painted on there, and, uh, you know, it's just the way it, it works. Anyway, <laughs> <coughs> extracurricular activities for some out there. Uh, Mr. Gunn, could you please come out here and talk to us? <laughs> I heard about I think I read about it on News Channel 8. Oh, get geez. it? Read about it on News Channel Eight. Yeah. Uh, get their website. Uh, anyway, uh, did you go gator hunting last uh, weekend? Did you do your thing? We, we what is that heavy it. sigh? We attempted it. We ended up with one eight and a half feet. Guy's very first alligator. It doesn't sound like an attempt. It sounds like a uh, a do. Well, we did it, but uh, Imui Grande. Uh, Eluded us in the middle of the torrential downpours. That we, happens. We had uh, one downpour we got off the water just in time for. I, I was bailing out the boat with a five-gallon bucket, filling it completely up as I scooped it out. That's how much rain came in a very short period of time uh, into the truck. Coming in just as fast as it was going out, or and then faster. I went to go try the next morning, and it was raining then. And then I went to go try the next evening, and it was pouring down rain, and going to get worse. So now he's we, invested in a bilge pump. We, well, we have we have one that we don't leave in the boat all the time, and so <laughs> a when portable I went, bilge pump, portable bilge pump. Oh yeah. Well, 
Why wouldn't you have a permanent bilge pump in there? Because it gets in the way. Oh, sure. Lightweight. Yeah. Hey, Listen, NASCAR this, lightweight. This, <laughs> this is a yeah. fighting boat. This is this isn't a tour. <laughs> sit in there. This this boat is designed if to we sink. Don't need it. Lose to it. Function. Yeah, it's designed to sink it's a very rapidly. Skip. It's not sinking. Sure, it will. But, <laughs> but the bank is so bit, wet, <laughs> so saturated. The bank got we we. Turned around, hooked the cable up to it, and drug the boat up the bank yeah. to get it up on the top level, and then we cranked it up on the, the I don't trailer. doubt it. Oh, that's a good thing. Well, at least you got one. So yeah. the guy has another tag left. You guys going to oh, go? Oh, no. Tonight? Yeah. Belinda's job. <laughs> Belinda as in daughter Belinda? Daughter Belinda. Really? So Uh-oh. she's going to go out there? So we're, we're going to go look for that 12-footer. See, he doesn't get – got to realize, he doesn't See, get excited anymore unless it's like 11 and a half, 12 foot. Well, tonight would be a better job, a better chance of getting out there and doing it because I think the rains are going to be probably done by then unless you uh, get caught in the late afternoon shower type there, thing. But it's not the – I mean, this last weekend, it was just miserable. It didn't let up. It just was constant. That, it just, that was one of the saving graces with our little AC problem at the woods. Yeah. We had the same – rains that you guys did and it kept it about 75 77 degrees outside so yeah that was well <laughs> i'm so, sorry it messed up your gator hunting but <laughs> well i i am very very excited you know maybe things uh we always say sometimes the lord works in mysterious Amen, ways brother so um now my daughter gets the crack at the big end really <clears throat> well that'll be a good wait now whose tag is this her tag, her tag. Yeah. So who was, mean, whose tag was the last tag? Uh, my buddy Corey's father-in-law. So he still has an extra tag. He does. So yeah. So it's not over. But it's not over for him. No, we have we had mm. six Polk County tags. Is that in, how it in is? My gamut. Is that how it is? It is. You go out with them one time and you love them, leave them, and then that's it. You walk away. Well, you they got some hanging? bad. They got some bad news while we were on the water. Um, good friend. Ended up getting taken to the hospital and found out he had leukemia. So um, the next morning hunt, you know. Was put on hold. Was put on hold. I got you. Yes. I understand. So, you know. It's all good. Well, I uh, got more Wicked Lights coming in because those are like flying off the shelves. So it's all good. I I heard the uh, last red, green, White light one had gone. The three light color? The three light headlight. Yeah, 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 it's gone. Got six of them on water, so it's all good. So they should be here. Yeah, those things are nice, man. Actually, what people don't understand is the handheld one is just as good, if not better. Because that one actually has an adjustable beam, and you can all, you know, click a click all three colors like you can on the head on the head lamp one. Yeah. Uh, the other ones, you have to take the bulb out and change the bulb and do all that stuff. With that one, you just... So if you mount it on a th- rifle or on you have it on your hand, either but way. But the three light one that's on your head, you don't the same thing. You don't change the bulb in that. No, that particular model, no. But uh, the single ones, and you then have your to hands do. are free. Yeah, but, but you understand this one can also mount on a gun or anything else like that. Yeah, and it doesn't change your point of aim on the light. If Neither you get does some the of the one cheaper on ones, head. if you get the cheaper <laughs> ones, they like move everything around <laughs> left, right, and mm-hmm. it's all over the place. The one on the head's kind of nice. You can you can still look through a scope. <laughs> yes. Can you? 
Yes. Yeah. Can you turn the one on your head? Can you make it a spot or a wide? Yes. Well, then it's basically the same thing, except it's handheld instead. Yeah. And some people don't like to have things on their head. Yeah. <laughs> With okay. my hair, you, uh, I'm not one of them. <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> he likes the clean look. Yeah. Well, one of the that's big, dealing with hair. What are talking the, uh, about lights? One of the big conversations this past week and a bunch of the alligator groups were, A, what are hides going for these days, which everybody was just like, zero. You're hunting for meat this year, my friend. And uh, then they were all, the second question was, where do I go get it processed? And then second one, third one was, where do I get my hides processed? Sebring Tannery. You know what? Sebring Tannery. And there was another one that kept being mentioned too was Alligator Inc., Alligator Inc., have you ever dealt with them? I think they're in Clewiston. Yes, I deal with them. Are they good or not? They they may help help you with it. They're selling. They're actually one of the few places that are purchasing alligators. Oh, yeah. And they will get your hide and help you get your hide to the tannery and everything else. So they are still purchasing hides down there? They aren't purchasing hides right now. They're purchasing alligators. Whole alligators. Mm-hmm. Whole alligators. Well, that's a good thing, you know, because if they're the only people out there who've got a supply of meat and everything else like that, then they're obviously making bank because whatever no. restaurants are still open or that are serving nuggets or ribs or sausage or anything Let, else. Let's, let's put it this way. They were paying people for 10-foot alligator $150. Another person. That's not bad. I another mean, person's paying them. $80. Wow, that seems a little low. Yeah. That's high, that's whole alligator? That's whole alligator. Really? That seems hardly worth it. Well, you know what? I mean, it depends on your attitude. You know, in the old days where you could go out and you could sell one of your alligators to pay for your whole trip, uh, then it became you had to sell two alligators to pay for your whole trip, and now it's like, eh, it's, you know, this is strictly for me. You know, yeah. either you're going to keep the hide and keep the meat, or now we're back to hunting. Yeah, now we're back to doing what you're supposed <laughs> to be doing. And do what you got to do. Alligators do are like supposed to be. Right now, it's. A, I'm all fine if they make it a commercial. It it right now is a commercial tag, so there should be some commercial aspect under a commercial hunt uh, license. Okay, but if they were to make it recreational, this is one of those things. We assimilate recreational. But we sell you commercial. Now you got to explain it to him. Yeah, well, because commercial is what a trapper is a trapper considered commercial. Yeah, the the license they sell you is a commercial license. You can use that for commercial purposes. You can sell your catch. You can do all that. It is not recreational license. Mm-hmm. It does not fall under. There, there's there's many different sections of licensing in statute. One is commercial, one is recreational. So it anybody is, that has a tag, a CITES tag or whatever, is considered to be recreational unless no, you are a trapper. No. Every alligator tag is commercial. I thought... That every was, I thought the reason, That's how you're able to have a helper. Yeah. Well, how does that well, fit? Well, the, the thing is this. If you turn around... <laughs> No, no, no. You, you go and you get a, a, a... Why do you start this crap when we're going to get on top of the hour break? Well, I can't help <laughs> so you it that can you haven't listened before. Jeez, oh, Pete. Now I have 50,000 unanswered questions. Well, you can ask them. Hey, hey, tease them. You're, you're is that the, what it is? You're setting the hook. All right, fine.
All right, taking a break. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Go see him today. Big dealership sale out there. 96-hour Labor Day Super Sale. World's largest volume Ford dealer right there. It's right here in our own neck of the woods. Go see him today and uh, get yourself a uh, car, truck, or uh, used vehicle if you want one. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're taking a fast top of the hour. Hour two's coming up. Stay right there.